Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright. Or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the kickville. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times, and you're playing with it. You're listening to the men's room. And away we go. Welcome to season 18, episode number 3,993. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill. The Ted Smith. And my car. Montgomery! Thank you. Why the men's room? On Ted, today we get very spooky on a Bad Choice Friday. The return of Ted versus the FCC. Plus headlines, a men's room shout of the day, fun with listener emails, and everyone's favorite, TV time with Ted. Click clack, drink and drum. All right, here we go. A man waiting for a chicken sandwich hits the Powerball for $1 million cash. Meanwhile, a woman wins a court battle and throws two adult kids out with the trash. Police arrest dad, then drive away leaving his children alone in the car. A woman marries her adopted son, but bonus, he's old enough to go to a bar. And a charity store kindly asks customers to stop donating their used sex toys. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. All right, we talked about this earlier this week, but according to a survey from Zillow, 67% of homebuyers would buy a quote-unquote haunted house. Additionally, 29% of people said they'd be more likely to buy a house if it were haunted. And that's good news for the folks trying to sell a farmhouse in Rhode Island. You see, this particular 14-room, 3,100-square-foot home is apparently the house that inspired the 2013 movie, The Conjuring. 
Now, to be fair, the previous owners did not complain about ghosts or hauntings, but they did complain about the fans of the movie constantly trespassing on their property. And sometimes trespassers are creepier than Casper. Even that Casper, Ted. Now, (laughs) for example, a couple in California, they woke up at 2.30 in the morning to find two strangers staring at them through the window. And they only noticed them because their dog started barking. The couple, they called the situation, quote, unsettling. There's a student at San Diego State University. She can probably relate. She actually watched a peeping Tom stare through her window in real time on her ring camera. She wasn't in her bedroom at the time. That's what the guy was looking into. And she watched him the entire time on the ring. And yeah, she was a little bit freaked out. But not everything has to be creepy to freak you out, right? A surfer in Australia, he freaked out, rightfully so, when, oh, I don't know, a humpback whale body slammed him and then dragged him 30 feet under the water. A woman in Missouri, she lost her mind, much like I would, when doctors explained that she had a live spider in her ear. And then there's a security guard that we just watched on video as he was ambushed by a bear. It should be noted, the bear was in a hotel kitchen. Surprise. But that's what we're talking about today, man. Those those moments that make you want to crap your pants. It could be something that just pops up and scares you. Other times, I don't know, you've had a creepy feeling for a month or two. But that's what today's question is. What freaked you out or scared the crap out of you? To be a part of the big show, call 206-803-ROCK. Like The Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to the men's room at KISW.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thrill 99.9 KISW. All the toes, away we go. Welcome to Season 18, Episode number 3,993. What a large and in charge program we have for you today on this oh so positive Friday. Guaranteed future repeat. The exciting return of Ted versus the FCC. Man, what a late night we had last But lo and behold, we came in here and uh, a listener named Bryce, he sent us uh, his own Ted versus the FCC. Well, that is good to know. We yeah. worked so hard last night. Just this, uh, this morning, we got that. And as you know, the listener comes first. So we have retired Helen Hunt. Uh, maybe we'll bring her back 
maybe one more time before the end of the year, but we're moving on in Ted versus the FCC. And this one has to do with chicks and their Dixie Cups. And their so, Dixie Cups. And their ah, Dixie Cups okay. on the Ted versus the FCC. Maybe we'll give it another chance coming up on the Men's Room Happy Hour in episode number 487. That might be a good place to yep. test Helen Hunt again. It might be a great place to no, test Helen again. come on. That was a tough hey. one. The happy hour. That's the safest place for that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Men's Room Happy Hour coming up exclusively on the Odyssey app. If you don't have the uh, Odyssey app downloaded now, it's absolutely free. Tons of channels on there, including all things Men's Room. Our daily podcast is up. The weekly podcasts are up there as well. Uh, all the things we do, the go-live that you guys did today at uh, 1. Mike, I know you do a go-live on Thursdays yeah. at uh, 1 as well. Uh, also, the Men's Room radio channel is on there. You'll see the Men's Room Happy Hour channel. That runs a continuous stream of Men's Room shows. Mm -hmm. And we break in at 6 for more Men's Room every Monday through Friday. So hopefully we won't get a fire drill. That happens a lot to us on Friday afternoon. We'll try to get through some Ted versus the FCCs coming up uh, nonetheless. What else do we have for you today? We will drink and toast in the weekend with a shot of the day that is Bad Choice Friday. You know it's Bad Choice Friday. It's Bad Choice Friday. Hey man, this is your fault. Damn on. Hey, today a very spooky bad choice Friday with Oingo Boingo. I like it. Boingo, Boingo, and Dead Man's Party taking on Bow Wow Wow. Your kid, it's not just about dressing up, man. It's about getting as much candy as you possibly can. In one Hell yeah. And they were trying the whole thing. They were trying to say some crap when we were growing up, like, trick or treat is only an hour this year. We were out for like three and a half hours, man. And your parents wanted you to be. As soon as it got dark around six o'clock at that point in time, whenever it was, I mean, we were out to at least nine, nine thirty. And this, our rule was always we didn't go out trick or treating until it got dark. Right. And it's weird to me to see yeah. kids now with the sun. I mean, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, well, let's take some of the fun out. Yeah, I feel like though, eight thirty nine, people just started turning off the lights. That's what that's what the rule was. When you're yeah, out of candy, yeah. you turn out the front porch light. Yeah. You just didn't go. But if the light's still on, game on. We're, we're coming. Bow, wow, wow, and I want candy taken on Oingo Boingo and Dead Man's Party on a Bad Choice Friday. Vote now if you follow us on Twitter at Men's Room Live. One of those two tunes coming up right after we drink and toast with the shot of the day. And today our question, what freaked you out or scared the crap out of you? Video from Aspen, Colorado. Caught this scenario. As security cameras at an Aspen hotel captured a bear attacking a security guard by swiping that guard on his back and knocking him to the ground. He knocked him back about 10 feet. At least, yeah. Uh, catching the guard by surprise. In the kitchen area, the guy made the turn around a hallway. The bear just, boom. Yeah, basically like hands to the chest kind of thing. Bum rushed him. Uh, people reported seeing the bear inside the kitchen at the St. Regis Aspen Resort about 11 o'clock on Monday night. Security guard just went in to investigate, turned the corner according to the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Department. Guard was able to get away from the bear and called 911, but not before suffering scratches on his back. He was taken to a hospital to be treated for his injuries, and he was released. Uh, officials got to the hotel just after midnight, learned the bear had entered the hotel by going through a series of doors from the courtyard. They located the bear near the hotel, but due to public safety concerns, they were not able to safely tranquilize or capture the bear. 
Now, wildlife officials resumed the search for the bear just after 10 o'clock on Tuesday. They spotted the bear, uh, the bear, the bear near a park. They watched, uh, looked for identifiable markings, and eventually hazed the bear into a tree at the park around 2 a.m. Then officers tranquilized the bear. They brought the bear down from the tree with the help of an Aspen fire truck. Now, during the initial investigation, uh, along with witness statements uh, and photos and videos of the hotel, they were able to play an important part in the investigation. So using the footage provided by the hotel, they were able to confirm the aggressive behavior of the bear and identify unique physical characteristics of it. So that they could put the damn thing down. And that's basically what they did. They didn't do anything. They, uh, they euthanized the, uh, the bear. By the way, that area of the hotel, it was closed down at the time. I don't know if the entire hotel is under some kind of renovation or whatever the deal was. Maybe it's just the restaurant there. But uh, either way, there was nobody in the hotel at the time of the incident. Now, we both saw the video. Why would you euthanize that bear? Security guards walking around, and like I said, the bear just happens to be kind of around a blind corner. Uh, and you watch the video, basically you see this guy come flying backwards because the bear, like you said, basically gave him a chest push. Mm-hmm. And then the bear left. He knocked the guy to the ground. I mean, the bear could have messed him up at that point. Right. But the bear, like, you surprise the bear, the bear pushes you back. He it, wasn't being an aggressive bear right. and then in the bear, general. He, he, was, he was just as and shocked then he as the left. guy was. Like the, right. At the end of the video, you see the security guard get his footing again. He runs one way, the bear runs the other. Like, both of them wanted to be out of there. They could have easily just as easily euthanized the uh, security guard. Right, I'm just saying both of them are just like Whoa, but the hey, rules hey, are hey. different for bears. See, uh, like humans uh, breaking an entry, you might get some jail time. You bears might. put them down. Yeah, you're going down. That's that's why. And like I said, bear, like legitimately, man, <laughs> the, the bear honestly did not do anything. It shoved yep. the guy because he scared because you scared it. But otherwise, the bear left. They both literally go running off screen in different directions. Yeah, you scared each other as bad. But oh well. Right. Now we have the story of a Missouri woman. And her video has gone viral with a before and after video of herself at a medical office. In the first part, she just found out there is something curled up inside of her ear. Mm -hmm. And she's waiting for the nurses to flush it out. In the second video, she is bawling and saying it was a live spider. And she was so grossed out at the time, when they pulled the spider out of her ear, she threw up all over herself in the doctor's office. Yeah, I get it. It crawled into her ear, apparently, while she was sleeping. Now she says she's afraid to go to sleep, and she's creeped out by the fact that there was a live spider that had burrowed in her ear. That would freak me the hell out as well. Yeah, and I get you're scared to go to sleep, but the beauty of being scared of falling asleep is eventually you're just going to fall asleep anyway. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, well, you can hold out as long as you want, but at some point, you're going to fall asleep. You wake up from that, no spiders in your ears, you got to feel a little better. Right. I had, uh, there was a couple of things that, that traumatized me as a kid as far as being able to go to bed. I was in second grade. There was a bat in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I went and knocked on the door uh, to my parents' room. They were obviously asleep. I don't know what time it was. It was my nighttime, so whatever yeah. time I've, I had already fallen asleep. But I, I woke up because something had brushed my head. And I was like, what in the hell is that? So I kind of I sat up. And I went and I turned my light on. Now, when I, I turned my light on, the bat kind of froze wherever it was. It yeah. was no longer flying. So I couldn't see the bat. All right. So then I, I didn't know what it was. I, I had no idea. I just thought that there was something in my room. And I did not know what was in my room. I turned the light off again. And at that point in time, I could see something fly by the window. But to me, it looked like whatever flew by the window was outside. Sure. So I had a little uh, screen that was in the bottom of my window, like the kind that you put in that are only like seven inches tall, yeah. little slider screens. So I took that out, 
and I closed the window because I thought that whatever it was maybe went in through the screen. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I just I closed the the window. When I closed the window, it was an old house, and it just made a pretty loud sound. That woke up my stepfather, right. and he came in and he said, "There's something." I said, "There's something in the bedroom." He looked around. He's like, "You're fine. Go to bed. No big deal." That is the parent response to (laughs) There could literally be a demon under your bed. Your parents would look under your bed, see the demon, and still tell the kid, you're fine, go back to sleep. Right. So, at this point in time, uh, I try to go back to sleep, and then then I hear it again. I hear it. Now I'm I'm awake, and I can hear something flapping around in my room. But bats sound different than birds when they fly. They're like a heavier flop. So if you don't know what it is, the only thing you can think is, it's not a bird. What in the hell could this possibly right. be? Now I go turn the light on again, and I can see the bat, and it's still flying. And then it jettisons up into a corner and latches up to the top of the ceiling. Now I go in. Now I get my stepfather, and I say, hey, uh, there's a bat in my room. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, there's not. I was like, there's a bat in my room. So he gets up again, goes into my room, and as soon as we get into the room, he sees the bat. Now the bat just takes off with the lights on. He shuts the door. So that's the first reaction. To my bedroom to keep the bat inside. But I'm in the room. So is he. Wait. You in the bat. Me, bat, and stepfather. Okay, so stepfather. He did not. I thought you were saying he left the room and shut your ass. I kind of like that version too. Get back in there, Miles. He didn't want the. He didn't want the bat to leave the room. Of course. And he grabbed the first weapon that was available in a second grade room, which is a wiffle ball bat, the thin uh, yellow one, yellow variety. Now this is not the big one with the big barrel on it, like an Easton softball. Yeah, uh, softball. But this is a skinny, skinny, like uh, you know. like the, like the coaches used to hit fly balls to you. What the hell they call it? Oh, like that? a fungo bat. Like a fungo bat. Yeah. yeah, but it's plastic. So he's in there, like lightsaber in this thing. Oh, you're talking about like the, the official wiffle ball bat. Yeah, yeah. just the, the yellow one. The yeah. yellow one. It's yeah. light. I mean, you could hit your buddy in the back and ain't going to hurt him. I don't get mad when you so hit someone with it. He's swinging this thing around, and it's, it's a very, it's not the biggest bat in the world. Both of the bat's not big, and the, the flying bat's not big either. Right. So it's kind of a tough target to hit. So he swings around for like three or four minutes. I'm in there. I'm ducking. The bat's flying. I'm freaking out. My mom is still asleep. Of course. She did not wake up through any of this. So he goes, all right, stay right here. Then he does leave and closes the door in uh, with me. With you in there. You're still in there with the bat. With the bat, right? Living life. And he goes downstairs, and he gets his Wilson wooden tennis racket. All right? And at this point in time, now he's got himself a weapon. Yeah. And, I mean, within two swings, he chucked that thing up against the wall. Boom. And stunned it. Uh, to the point where he could take it, pick it up uh, with a with the netting, whatever. Yeah, and then he opened up the window, threw it out the window. Now at this point in time, I am freaked the hell out because however that bat got in my house and in my room, I know it can get back in again. Right, you got the screen up in the first place. Right, I don't know how this bat got, but but I could not go to sleep. I'm back, Miles. And you know, for the next for the next couple of weeks, I, I would I would sneak downstairs and go sleep on the couch. Because I did not want to sleep in that room anymore. I was just absolutely terrified that the bat is going to come back in right. the same way he got in. And, and maybe there's more bats. I had all these different... And bats at the time, for me, that was Dracula. You know, bat, That was their only association. Like, Batman, there was Batman. But Batman didn't really have bats around it. He not did until, kind of, but they not did. really. Not until they remade the movies years later. Like, you knew he was Batman. But when they made the movies later, Christopher Nolan ones, I want to say, he go. Okay, bats, but right, you never really thought of bats when you thought of Batman. It was like it's a cool name. There was Dracula, and there was nothing else. All of them were there to suck your blood. All of them are going to turn right. into vampire. That's it. That's all you do with but bats. But even when I dream, I do remember dreaming that there was a bat in my room. Like it never left my head. It took for like weeks. How old were you in this? Yeah, second grade. Second grade. So I'm seven right. years old. 
Florida. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We had a Dude. bat in our house once. And now, granted, it was not in the room I was sleeping in. It was in the room my cousin was sleeping in. But we lived in the middle of Baltimore City. So in my mind, I couldn't picture bats living in the city. Turns out there was an old school kind of across the street from us that they were converting into apartments. And I guess there were a ton of bats in there. So we weren't the only people in the whole neighborhood. Everyone started getting bats in their house. But when my cousin told me, Stephen, I think there's a bat in my room. But same thing like your stepfather. Like, Jason, shut up, man. Go to sleep. Don't be a pain. Whatever. But he kept coming into my room to tell me there's something in there. And sure enough, you know, sometimes just trust a kid. We open the door and there indeed is a freaking bat. But the worst part was going downstairs. So we had like a finished basement where the kitchen was. And now that the kids have gone to sleep, the parents are trying to get drunk and play cards. And I ruin this when I show up. My father's already giving me the death stare, like, why are you here kind of thing. It's like 1230 at night. <laughs> I came out, this is the basement. It's a three-story house. You're going to go up three flights of stairs to get there, which kind of sucked. And I said, Dad, and I knew he was already pissed because I'm interrupting the good times. I'm like, there's a bat in Jason's room. And he said, the same thing, you're fine. Stephen, there's not a goddamn bat. I said, look, man, I'm not going to come down here and risk getting in trouble and lie to you about that. You need to come upstairs and see this. And the whole way upstairs, he's like quietly muttering threats at me. Mm-hmm. If I go all the way up these goddamn stairs and open that door and there's no bat in that room, you and I are going to have a very long conversation and you're not going to lie. I'm like, okay, okay. I open the door and he's like, Jesus Christ, slams the door. It's like, it's a bat. I'm like, that's what I said. So my father said, look, here's the deal. Let him fly around the room. Your cousin's going to sleep in your room with you tonight. I'll take care of it tomorrow morning. And all he grabbed his pellet gun. So the next morning, the sun's up in a bat as they do, hanging upside down. Mm-hmm. What are they hanging from? Dude, it was in the corner. All right, so there's a ceiling. They can hang from anything. It's where the balls meet. And I'm like, how I- is he sticking to the wall? And he's, I-, I will never understand that. But anyway, he grabbed the pellet gun, aimed, shot it. And I remember watching the bottom half of the bat drop to the floor and then the top half following it. And as my dad says, every time he kills anything, fill in the blank heaven. He's like... He's in bat heaven now. Okay. <laughs> then I had to clean it up. That's a good line. I told you one Every, thing. If he, if he swats a bee, he's like, he's in bee heaven now. Like, okay, tough guy. I'm going, it's my freshman year, right? And I'm in the old part of DeMatha. So same thing. Up three flights of stairs. And as I open the door, nobody is in there. Everybody's crouched under the desk. <laughs> and you just hear this voice of the teacher. Mr. McDonald, she was super nice, a little older. And she's like, get down. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And, and, and then... <laughs> And then there's a couple other voices from in there, and they're like, Tiny, get down. And I'm like, what is going on? And there's a bat flying around the classroom, right? But this is, we're just getting into homeroom, right? So people are still out in the hallway. The bat gets in the hallway. Oh, and no. I mean, it, it, it sounds. Bedlam. It, it doesn't even do it justice. <laughs> right, just, like, oh, damn. Like, it's a bat. Ah! I mean, people are just going nuts. And I mean, you saw some big men, some right. big boys, right. like diving in the locker. Why are we so scared of bats? I don't know. I but mean, why? I mean, rabies is they, the they, only yeah, thing. I, I understand. Honest that, to God. That, but you don't go, a, it's a squirrel. And they ra- can be rabid, too. <laughs> Any animal could be rabid. I mean, as this bat flew down the hallway, you could hear people screaming all the way down. It's chipmunk. I mean, chipmunks can be rabid. No, you're right. You see a bat, people I just freak don't out. You don't see a bird. A bird. I mean, I'm, I don't know if the birds could be rabid, but either way, that's the same size. And, and when you look at a bat, really, they look kind of stupid. Yeah. Yeah, they got the I mean, goofy ears. They do. They're, they're a sad-looking animal. They look like a little tiny chihuahua. Basically with wings. Mm-hmm. Same ears. Dumbass looking bad. What freaked you out or scared the crap out of you? 206-803-ROCK. The Men's Room on The Rock. Brought to you in part by... 
Seatown Services. Call Seatown Electric Plumbing, Heating and Air. Seatown Electrical Plumbing, HVAC, Seatown can do it all. Trust your next project to the only local home service company with a 4.8 rating on Google. Hi, Discover. It's Jennifer Coolidge. And I just want to thank you for the cash back on my groceries. Discover Cashback Debit gives everyone cash back on debit. Anything else I can help you with? Do you know how to work an oven? Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This week at Grocery Outlet, be sure to stop by our health and beauty aisle. Hair care, skin care, vitamins, first aid, everything you need, all at amazing low prices. The Chase Inc. Business Premier Card is made for people who make things happen, like me. I'm Sam, founder and CEO of Manifest, a product design company that makes everyday products design smarter. I get 2.5% cash back on purchases of $5,000 or more, plus unlimited 2% cash back on all other purchases, which helps us make more smart ideas into a brilliant reality. The Inc. Business Premier Card. Learn more at chase.com forward slash business premiere. Chase your business. Make more of what's yours. Real business owner compensated for their participation. Account subject to credit approval. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. Any member FDIC. Sports fans, a whole new level of gaming excitement is available now at Emerald Queen Casino. The Bet MGM at EQC Sportsbook is open and it's like nothing you've ever seen before. Experience over 470 square feet of crystal clear live sports on the largest LED wall in the country. Every sport, every game, every live moment. All the action is here here at EQC, your home for the ultimate game time experience. So get ready, get set, place your bets at Emerald Queen Casino, the betting capital of the Northwest. The best thing about the Seattle International Auto Show is everything EV. Do all your research under one roof. The latest in electric vehicle technology is at the Seattle International Auto Show, presented by BECU. The electric revolution is already here. Don't get left behind. See them, touch them, drive them. The Seattle International Auto Show at Lumen Field Event Center, Thursday through Sunday, November 16th through 19th. For tickets and info, visit seattleautoshow.com today. Let's go. Hey guys, do you know what makes Revive Men's Health Seattle different? You. Every Revive treatment and medication is personalized just for you. Revive has the experts that guys go to when their current treatment isn't working. They have a complicated medical condition or they're just not happy with their daily performance. Since 2011, they've helped thousands of local men suffering with the symptoms of low T and ED. Their goal is simple, to get to the bottom of your issues and fix them. Your best performance requires more than generic ED medications or a low-dose testosterone booster at a low-ball price, like you find online. Revive medications are custom compounded, affordable, and guaranteed to resolve your issues. Stop dealing with the symptoms of low T or ED. Book your T-check and exam today. Call 206-529-1111. That's 206-529-1111. Or visit us at revivemenshealth.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers. Consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone. But call.
call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-716-3393. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-716-3393 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-716-3393 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-716-3393. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash radio. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands to treat ED at up to 95% off. That's right, the same active ingredient as the brand name for 95% less. It's the same ED medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash radio. That's hymns.com slash radio for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash R-A-D-I-O. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 9KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. Our question, what freaked you out or scared the crap out of you? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Ryan. Welcome to the Men's Room. Dayo. Oh, so that, that bear video with the guard, the the stance that bear made after he pushed that guard across, he was just like, don't F with me, bro. He did kind of mm-hmm. have but, that stance. But did you see the bear do anything aggressive other than shove the guy away? No. Yeah. I totally agree with you. They shouldn't have, they should have just relocated him. Yeah, so, so, like, yeah, if he had mauled the guy or anything, but I mean, the bear literally just pushed the guy. And then, like I said, the security guard and the bear basically at the same time took off running. You're in Aspen. You're in the yeah. mountains. That's where bears live. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> bears live everywhere, obviously. But So what scared the crap so out of you? Story, so uh, my father used to work out at the prison out at Column Bay, which is uh, west of Port Angeles. And we lived at a place called uh, Crescent Lake. You guys, nice big house and whatnot, but there's this uh, there's this trail. It's called the Railroad Trail, and it, it sinks along a cliffside along the lake. And me and my dad and our German Shepherd decided to go walk it one day. And uh, we get on the other side of this railroad tunnel, and then we just start hearing what sounded like children screaming. And it just kept getting louder and louder the closer we kept getting to it. And then we realized. It's two cougars or mountain lions fighting each other over the remains of a deer. And we know that it was the remains of a deer because they were above us on this cliff edge. And there was body parts, like fresh body parts of, uh, of, a, of a deer just at the bottom of the cliff next to us. 
So was it the uh, the it, screaming? It really, was it the screaming that kind of freaked you out? Oh yeah, yeah. Our full grown German Shepherd was like sitting right next to us. Did not move. So even like he he's not trying to get involved. <laughs> Hell no, no. We made a collective yeah. decision to go ahead and turn around. <laughs> not did a the, bad idea. Did the mountain lions notice you guys at all? Or were they too engaged with each other? We didn't even see them. Oh really? Okay, they you were, just hear them. Yeah, they were probably about. This cliffside was so tall, they, they would have to, it would take them a minute just to get down. I'll tell you one thing, though, besides that, there's a beautiful lake. At least it gets warm enough in the summer where you can swim in it. Sort of. That's a cold lake year-round. I know. I've been in it a couple times. I, I always stop by on my way if I'm if I'm taking 101 on the loop and uh, hit that lake up. I used to have a dog that used to love to swim in that lake. Right. So I'd always stop and make sure he got his in. And then I'd always go out there with him and just, you know, spend a half an hour and keep on going. Did you see mountain lions yeah. any other time than that? Uh, yeah, when we were driving on the highway towards Collin Bay, we saw one, like, trot across the road. Like, it wasn't running, it wasn't, like, walking. They're big. They are big cats. They are very big cats. I do not want to ever yeah. run into a cat like that in the wild. Ever. No. Ever. Oh, no. Hell no. Yeah. I was thing I saw, I saw a family of lynx in Canada one time, but they're yeah. littler, they're smaller cats. But still. They're, they're smaller they're, than a look, mountain lion. They line. look cute. That, that, that's the best way I, I can. think mountain lions look cute. I just understand that they're, behind that cuteness is a lot yeah, of teeth. This is not as big as a cougar. So right. I was like, oh, look at that. Isn't that cute? Little lynxes. Yeah, I don't want to stumble upon a cougar mm -hmm. either. Because I feel like if you, quote unquote, stumbled upon the cougar, the cougar knew you were coming. Correct. Well, that's kind of yeah. the thing. By the time you see it, he's already been stalking you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what they always say. Well, yeah. I don't know. You, you might not have seen a cougar, but a cougar has seen you. There's a lot of times, man, where you, where, where just wilderness in, in general can freak you out. That, uh, when, when Hair Club and I tried to get up to, uh, the top of Rainier and got caught in that storm, there was a tornado at, uh, the base right. of, uh, of the, of Rainier. Uh, while we were up there, the winds were over 100 miles an hour. You could not step out. You thought you were going to get blown off the mountain. Right. And, and the sounds of the wind and everything else, it was just, it was crazy. It, you know, We just huddled in. We were going to be fine. It was still weird. It was still, like, yeah, it's a little, that's a little more intense than I'd say wilderness, though. But, but, but the thing, right. the thing that <laughs> You're up on a yeah. giant mountain on a glacier. But the thing that scared me to death was the fact that, you know, when we started walking back down the ice field, all of the crevasses had that we had circumvented on the on on the way up there. Now some of these gaps are, are twenty feet. Like we literally were just you know doing switchbacks to find yeah. a place to jump over these holes. You also have sixty pounds of gear on, so it's not like you're real light. And when we came back down, we walked straight down the middle of it. So I know for a fact that you it walked no, over some crevasses. At no point did we ever. We were going edge, then coming all the way back, doing the other edge yeah. because the gaps were so big. It was in the beginning of September. Summer had taken care of a lot of the melting, so these 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 crevasses are huge. And you look down, and it's just this deep blue sea of nothing. Mm -hmm. It's an abyss, and we did not take any edge. We went down the middle of this ice, and I'm just thinking about. And I get, we, everybody's got an ice axe, and everybody's all roped up, and it, the wind's still blowing, and it's it's still no vis visibility. And I'm just like, this is how it's going to end, man. This is how <laughs> I'm going to die. And then, what, you know, and then like something, something stupid, like I was at the top of Lake 22, and I was all the way on the backside of Lake 22, but I had two dogs with me. Right. And all of a sudden, the storm came up, and it started snowing and blowing and raining, and these dogs didn't want to move. Like, they were like, they were just content, like, underneath this yeah, ice formation, awesome. underneath the rock. They didn't want to go anywhere. So I'm like, guys, we've got, we've got to go. Man. Right. Like, this is, this is not a good situation. And by the time I got back down to my car, there was a couple inches of snow down there. So Jesus. up on top of the mountain, it was, 
it was getting bad. Like, we were kind of not post-holing, but it was at least six to seven inches of snow. Yeah, walking yeah, yeah. Down. When I walked up there, it was completely clear. That's how fast that dumped. I mean, it was just, it, yeah. was, it was insane. I was like, man, we got to get back to the car. Come on. Let's go, honey. Let's go. Nothing scary, but I did Lake 22 with a mutual friend of ours, and he had a, he had a Boston Terrier. He only had one at the time. And he's like, I'm going to bring him. I'm like, great. And this little dog got all the way up to the lake, and we stopped for a minute. We're going to look around. And the dog puked. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's a little tuckered out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one time, what freaked you out or scared the crap out of you? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Andy. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Uh, so, uh, as a late teen, I was a night janitor slash security guard at an outdoor pool. Um, so, I'd work from like 7 p.m. to 3 a.m. Uh, every night. And this particular night... Um, I was sitting down watching poker on TV because that was the only thing that came through. Um, and I look out on the pool and I see on the other side of the fence, there's this woman standing there in a white nightgown. And so it freaks me the crap out. I get up, I walk over there and I see that she's got two black eyes. Um, so it's basically like, what are you doing here? And she just says, my sister just had a brain aneurysm. Can I swim in the pool? Okay. What? Yeah, so, like, I didn't know what to do. I called my boss. Um, she was sleeping at the time. I had to call her a few times. So, so, so I finally did give it. Is the crazy lady still standing there the whole time, like when you're making this phone call to the boss? Yep, and she's like, please don't call the police. I'm like, I'm not. I'm calling my boss. Uh, I finally get a hold of her, and my boss says, don't let her swim in the pool. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> so then she tells me to call the cops, so I finally did. I went back in my little shack that I had. I called the cops. Um by the time they showed up, she was gone. Um, and, like, keep in mind, like, I didn't have a weapon. I was, like, a teenager. They didn't even give me a flashlight. All I had was a phone. So I was stuck alone in the middle of the night by this pool, just, like, wondering what this lady is going to do. You got to work until 3 in the morning, and they don't give you a flashlight? No. No, I got a phone. <laughs> Damn. I mean, come on. So now, I, as a kid, that would freak me out. Just a woman in a nightgown. First yeah, of all, how did, you, a how, bad sign. how did you get black eyes? Right. Yeah. Obviously, she was not. Obviously, she was not in a good headspace. So, she's trying so hard that she got to give herself black eyes. Yeah. How long did you have to interact with this lady before she finally disappeared? I mean, it felt like half an hour, but like it was probably closer to ten minutes. Um, but yeah, it, it freaked me out for the rest of the night and recurring nights after that. I was afraid she was going to come back or something. <laughs> was it her appearance that bothered you? Like, what was it about her that scared you so bad? Yeah, I mean, it was her appearance. Like, the two black eyes freaked me out. She looked like a, like something out of one of those horror movies. But, yeah, just the, the fact that the only thing she said to me was that her sister died and she wanted to swim. I didn't know what her intention was. Yeah. She might have been telling you the, the, the truth, too. Who knows? Maybe it was a real yeah, ghost. Yeah. <laughs> That'd have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. a ghost, dummy. I can't even get wet. What, uh, what freaked you out or scared the crap out of you? 206-803-ROCK. Something about old women in nightgowns, for whatever reason, always creepy. I don't know why. Yeah. It's like little kids talking to nobody. Well, Or little kids that are saying, the, like if it's in more unison. than one kid, right, to say anything in unison, I'm like, kids, don't take this wrong. I'm going to have to light you on fire. Like we can, And I'm pretty sure The Shining ruined that for everybody. Okay. Mm -hmm. Those creepy sons of bitches. But people, don't, movie, people don't wear what? nightgowns anymore. The Shining exploited it. Kids are freaking creepy, dude. Did we think they were creepy before The Shining did yes. that thing with the twins? They're damn creepy, man. I mean, there was stuff like, what, Village of the Damned? 
where there's like all these blonde weird kids or children of the corn. But I'm telling you, I'm 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 going to say The Shining is mostly responsible. And look, the actresses didn't help, but we understood. Like took it to Jedi level for sure. But because she's got the devil inside of her, we okay, cut the kids slack. The two kids from The Shining, like, look from the outside looking at him. There's nothing wrong with you, but you creepy bitches keep talking in unison. You got bags under your eyes that I can't explain, I, and I don't I like with, it. I'm Mike. with Mike. Sorry, it's kids. Come on, like, we look. I, I have a friend. They are going through a weird little thing where their their kid keeps saying someone is cursing underneath their bed, and it has them completely freaked out. I I've heard this from this mm-hmm. person. All right, but I'm telling. Well, okay. I, but here's the thing. Hear me out on this. I'm still going to blame The Shining. Now, what's going on uh, with this friend and their kids saying these weird things, I feel like pre-Shining, you would just say, oh, kids have crazy imaginations. Now The Shining has convinced you that kids are evil, or they have contact with evil, or that they're a conduit to evil, or that they can bring evil into your Same home. Same with Poltergeist. But Poltergeist didn't help. But with Poltergeist, all right, so, like, the house was already going to be haunted. It's just that little kid. Carol Ann, was that mm-hmm. her name? Yeah. Just Carol Ann, for whatever reason, the ghost really liked her. But, like, that place was already messed up. Yeah, because you're, you're, you basically you know, built a housing development on top of a, right. you know, on a but the shining, Indian burial ground. That was straight up those kids. That, those kids brought that grief on themselves. You don't have the devil inside of you to blame that. It's not the ghost like you. Like, there's something wrong with you and your weird-ass-looking sister. That's the other thing I read. They weren't actually twins. Right. Also, Craig T. Nelson in that movie, he was the real estate developer. So he was in charge. Was he the developer? He was the okay. guy that was kind of in charge of building that okay, whole community. Well, that's so his goes, fault. Because really did not like him at all. So that's it's his only role where he's nice was when he was coach. For the, uh, he was on a show called Parenthood or something, only because they'd gotten up there in age. So he played the father to adult children or the grandfather to their kids. But otherwise, yeah, he's always been kind of a salty, salty yeah. son of a bitch, man. But again, I blame the kids. It's the, I'm talk- the Shining is the reason for them. And I don't know why, because if I said, okay, there's an eight-year-old kid outside, he wants to whip your ass, you would not care, right? But for some reason, if it's a horror movie, it's much more terrifying if it's a kid. Well, the Exorcist, the, the Omen, all those right, things. Right, Omen, again, Damien, I'm just saying. I just think the ring. either end of the spectrum is spooky. If you're between, you know, 13 and 60, it's fine. You start getting old, all gray hair, nightgowns, spooky. Right. Small and children talking to nobody. Maybe it's their imagination. Maybe they're seeing Well, night, to, me, to me then, to me the <laughs> nightgown on a woman means, oh my God, you might kill me. That, right, where, that's the sense I where, get. Where if it's a dude in a robe, I just think you're creepy. I've inconvenienced you. That's what I know, that tells me. I think you don't have a job. Does anyone have slippers in this, in this, in this room? Slippers. Mike does. Slippers. Mike has actual slippers. Uh, I had nighttime slippers. If anyone does, it would be Mike. I don't, but the does problem is, own a robe? there's a thin line between slippers now and the kind of house shoes. Right. Well, but like house slippers, shoes are different than slippers. Yeah. Like, are I've they, seen people with house shoes, but slippers, you're like, bro, slippers those are slippers. You're, you're getting ready to go to bed eventually. That's what slippers mean to me. Like, you have a nighttime Ritual. You know, wardrobe. Right. That you put a, that's why the nightgown's so weird to me. But I feel like old ladies wear nightgowns. But again, old ladies are creepy. I think old ladies and uh, more than old men. Those old men try so hard to be creepy, you're almost not creepy. Oh, there's a lot of scary thing in them the woods. You go like, all right, creepy old man. Old lady says the same thing. Like, I'm not going into the woods. Old men are more frightening. But not creepy. Right. Like, they're not trying to be. They just say bad stuff. Like They, <laughs> they just I say think, bad stuff. Yeah. You know, like, like, I don't know. Like, I went to that neighborhood once, you know, got beat with a chain. Right. It's like, all right, that is 
scary? That's scary, right. Yeah. An old lady says it. I don't know. It's just, it's different. And even a movie like Amityville Horror, all right? Everyone in the house is getting creeped out. But for whatever reason, every time they showed an interaction with the kids, it seems significantly worse to me. Yeah. I mean, what about Needful Things? That's an old dude. He's pretty creepy. Yeah, but he's still like, he's like, he's old man creepy. Where, like, he's, put it this way. I'm an Uber driver. That dude is riding in the back. I cannot wait to drop him off at the address, but I'm still going to take him home. Old lady, I'm dropping her off on the side of the road. The kids, I'm lighting her ass on no, fire. No, you found the old lady on the side of the road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what uh, what freaked you out or scared the crap out of you? 206-803-RIDE. You're driving an Uber. Would you accept a ride that's to a cemetery that's just an old lady gets it? Is she wearing a nightgown? Yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no. No, it's too much for me, man. That is. All right, much. Mike is back. Hello. You have house shoes or slippers? He does have slippers. What? Like, like, nighttime, like nighttime slippers? Yeah. Huh. Do you have a robe? Yes. Do what time it? do you put on the robe and or slippers? Uh, the robe has been uh, retired here for a little while because it's been the, been the warm season. So it's, it's okay. about to come back, come back out. Honestly, as soon as I get home, I strip out of what, I'm, what I've got going on now. I get my comfy house pants on. I get my slippers on. And I will throw that robe on if it gets Oh, so you wear pants with a robe? You bet. See, if I'm in a robe, I got nothing else on. Really? I'm really? Just, hell no. Hell Damn, no. dude. No free bird in the in the in the robe. What yeah. if you're, I mean, I if there's the robe. It's like an indoor trench coat. The robe coat. is what you just put yeah. on after you get out of the shower, and then it, you dry no. out. No, you walk around in it. No, the robe is like a little comfy blanket that just goes around with you everywhere. It's like the original Snuggie, except huh. it faces the right way. See, I, use, I use a robe a different way. Like if I'm in a hotel room, and they get a robe, whatever. I just get out of the shower, put the robe on, and that's why I don't use the hotel robe. Well, I've never clean. used a robe. I actually I don't own a robe now. Actually, no, that's not true. My mother bought me a bathrobe like four years ago or something for Christmas. I've never worn it. I just, I'm not a robe guy. I'm not a slipper guy either. I will say, I stayed in a very nice hotel once in Monterey Bay. Mm-hmm. And I, the wedding was like earlier in the day, blah, blah, blah. So I got home, to my, or home. I got to my hotel room, had some beers, ordered room service like Miles, took a shower, put on just the robe. Just the robe. And ate a turkey sandwich in bed. That's that awesome. I mean, that's pretty sounds, luxurious. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that yeah, sounds good. That's what good. Uh, <laughs> What freaked you out or scared the crap out of you? 206-803-ROM. That damn sandwich was like $30, though. Mm-hmm. Over in Monterey. Hello, Josh. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, Majors. Hola. Yeah, so little creepy story here. I was living in Minnesota at the time in a small little town up north by the Canadian border. And uh, me and about four or five friends from school, I was probably about 18, 19 at the time. um, We walked over to this supposedly haunted house that, you know, the whole neighborhood knew and talked about and um, I don't believe in that stuff. I, to this day, you know, I'm not a huge believer. I wasn't at the time either, but we walk inside this house and it's an old farmhouse. And as soon as I walked inside, I was the first one in like fifties, big band music starts playing. Like, and we're just like, what the hell? No, none of us listen to this. None of us have radios, you know, phones at the time aren't they're They're not what they are now. So nobody's, you know, jamming the Bluetooth and stuff. Um, and so while I start walking around this house and I finally find this old radio, kind of like a, like a half dome, old wood. It's got two knobs, like to tune in volume, you know, nothing right. like we got now. And I, it's the source of the music. I can hear it coming from the speaker. Problem is, though, I held the cord in my hand and it was unplugged from the wall. Huh. So if you're a non-believer, how would you try to explain this away? I, this is the one story in my life that I cannot explain away. I don't. I have no answer. Um, I, I, I seriously, to this day, I have no clue what happened. 
Um, and if you guys want to hear it, that's not the only thing that happened in that house that night. What else happened in the house that night? You got laid. I, got, I was about to say, I, I got, got laid. Some ass. Got laid, bros. <laughs> I, I wish that was the story. No, no. We walked around. Um, you know, everybody's getting creepy vibes. And I walk into the kitchen. And um, there's still, you know, like, just cups and stuff. And so I grab, you know, like just a regular porcelain coffee cup. Um, one that, hell, if a cat pushed it off a table, it would probably drop. I chucked this thing as hard as I could against the wall. It had, uh, it was like the kitchen wall. And it was like backplating had like, um, you know, the, 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 sh- the splash shield up against the yeah. kitchen type of stuff, the hard cover. I threw it as hard as I could against it, and it just bounced off. Didn't break, didn't, not a single chip in this glass. And I'm like, there's no way. I threw this thing three times against the wall. Number one, so it shattered, chip, break, absolutely nothing had stayed in perfect condition. I'm not going back there from you. <laughs> nothing nope, to radio. I got the hell out of yeah, there. Yeah. But you're a non-believer. Yeah, that, There's nothing to worry about. You know, just self-play yeah, radio. Sex was off my mind at that point. I was done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, uh, what freaked you out or scared the crap out of you? 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 